So we're back. <laughs> we are finally back. It's been how long now? 84 years. <laughs> it's been a long, 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 long time, but we've had a lot going on. Yeah, I, where am I right now? Yeah, so Molly is not even doing this from the United States like usual. She is reporting live from South Korea. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nay, 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 nay. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the extent of my Korean, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's an important oh one to know. Nay, nay. I know sometimes they say it like day too, like with a D, like nay, nay. Oh, but yes. Anyway. <laughs> yes, I do. So yeah, okay. So just to rewind just a little bit, this could be your first time you're listening to this podcast. And if it is, you might want to listen to another episode. I'm not <laughs> sure <laughs> because this one will probably be will probably be a little different than our normal stuff. We've been away for a little while um, because Molly's been moving to a whole new country and getting settled with that. And also BTS has been on a break. But um, we wanted to come back. We've missed you guys so much. And we wanted to just catch up, talk about some things that have been happening over the last several weeks and everything like that. And so this is really going to be kind of a good catch-up session, a little chat here, there, everywhere, and everything like that. So if it's your first time, uh, welcome. And maybe also check out some of our other episodes. But if you've been listening <laughs> with us, uh, we hope you missed us as much as as much as we've missed you. And yeah, we're just going to kind of talk about a lot of things, um, including some stuff in our personal lives, because again, Molly moved to Korea. So I feel like that's the elephant in the room. So let's, I guess, talk a little bit about that, actually. Yeah, so I think when we left you guys last, we actually recorded an episode a little bit about me going to Korea and we ended up not um not publishing it um just at the time I was very stressed and <laughs> it just wasn't uh didn't feel right to post it um so the last episode we had told you guys I was moving to Korea um, and then we just kind of left <laughs> and we didn't really <laughs> update you a whole lot. Um, I did post on Instagram uh, to let you guys know a little what was going on. And thank you to all of you that followed me on my personal Instagram and who have been following along a little bit with my journey thus far with me in Korea. Um, but for those of you who don't know, I moved, what, three weeks ago now, um, almost a month ago. And I am teaching English here in South Korea. And I'm in a city about an hour outside of Seoul. So I've actually been able to go into Seoul quite often. Uh, it takes a little over an hour on the subway and it's really cheap. Um, I can take a train that only takes about 45 minutes, but it's a little more expensive. Uh, but the subway ride is really pretty. The country is just beautiful. I can read my book and I can get there for like, three bucks and it takes a little over an hour. Um, public transportation is amazing. Um, but yeah, I am teaching English here in Korea and I love it so far. The 
culture is amazing. Um, the people are great. The country is beautiful. There's so much to do and see. Um, I haven't done a whole lot yet just because I've been busy getting settled in um, at work and moving, you know, <laughs> to a whole new country. But I have gone to Seoul. This is the first weekend that I've been here. I haven't gone to Seoul, but I am going this week uh, because it is the Thanksgiving holiday here in Korea uh, this weekend, Thursday, Friday. And actually, uh, RM's birthday is Thursday, and I'm meeting a friend in Seoul at a BTS cafe uh, that does different events for BTS, and they always do a birthday event. And so they will be open for RM's birthday event. Uh, I actually missed Jungkook's birthday event. I was in Seoul, and I know a few of you had asked me to like take pictures and post pictures, but the part of Seoul I was in, I did not see anything Jungkook related. I saw other celebrities and other idols' birthday things and different billboards for them, but I did not see one thing for Jungkook where I was in Seoul. And I was really far from this cafe, so I didn't get to do anything Jungkook related, um, but I will be going for RM's birthday event. And then uh, Jimin's birthday is on a Sunday, so I should be able to go into Seoul on Jimin's birthday as well. Um, but it's just really fun to be able to be here for some of those things because I've seen them on social media. Uh, anytime there's some sort of big event or someone's birthday, I see people going to these cafes and going and doing all these things. And now I get to join in on that. And it's been so much fun. And I've been able to do some other BTS related things. Uh, I went to Laundry Pizza. And if any of you are familiar uh, they did a photo shoot there for uh, one of their album concepts, and it looks like a laundromat, but it's actually a pizza place. The pizza was delicious, and then uh, when we ordered, they actually asked us why we came there, and we said BTS, and if you tell them you came there because of BTS, they give you little BTS stickers, and it was so cute. You know, people go there just because of BTS and then they give you a little thing saying, oh, like, thank you for coming. And here's some stickers. And uh, the pizza was really good. And I would really like to go back there, actually. Um, but it's just it's fun to see and hear BTS playing out of different shops and just to see them on billboards and advertisements and to see things everywhere with their faces on them. Um, you go into a store and you see BTS. Uh, you're walking around, you get lost and you run into a K-pop store and you find BT21 stuff. And there's uh, numerous BT21, well, Lion Friends stores with BT21 gear. And it's just so easily accessible. But I have been very good and not... <laughs> not blown a lot of my money, uh, but I just got paid recently and I just got a bonus at work. So I might be spending some money when I go into Seoul this weekend. Um, I have been restraining myself thus far and uh, now I have a little extra cash. I might go crazy, but it's been really fun because a lot of my students like BTS. And so I wear uh, Mong slippers to school and they love them and they think they're so cute. And I'm ready for 
fall to really be here uh, so I can wear my BT21 hoodie to work. Uh, thankfully, my school is very casual and I really want to get some more BT21 uh, clothes and wear them to work because my students really love it when I wear BTS stuff and they love the fact that I know and like BTS and it's just been like a really fun transition and I still really can't believe that I actually live here. Um, it's still almost like I'm just visiting, uh, even though I have my own apartment and, you know, I'm living here by myself. Um, I, I don't really think it's quite hit me yet that I actually live here. Yeah, this is crazy. Like, I was just thinking about it. Like, it was almost a year ago that you found out about BTS. <laughs> yeah. It, it hasn't even been a year. <laughs> no, it's like two two weeks shy of a year I think yeah and now you're living <laughs> in a whole different country <laughs> oh my gosh this is insane in a good way obviously no yeah. judgment from me encouragement I was like go do it <laughs> oh my god yeah without so, yeah. your encouragement I probably wouldn't even be here and I'm just I can't believe that we're in this part of it. So like this whole past year has been like wondering, like, is this going to happen? Is, you know, is Molly going to go? And like, she's getting ready to go and she couldn't wait. And I remember, especially like that period of time before she left, um, like she said, where she, where she said she was really stressed. She was really stressed <laughs> and, you know, talking about it. And there were some delays and things like that with like, you know, paperwork and things like that. Just it's how fast like visa offices decide to move. Um, <laughs> and like, just so like stuff like that. And then now to be on like this side of it and, you know, she's actually really living in the home and motherland of BTS <laughs> and everything. And like, I've, um, I've spoken to like some of our we have some shared mutual BTS army friends who are hopefully listening right now but uh, we have some shared friends and we were talking about it and you know they've heard maybe one or two BTS songs in the wild as we say and <laughs> mostly at Korean barbecue places and I've never ever heard a BTS song in public so it's just so crazy to think that like it's not even just songs it's their faces and stores and merchandise and everything you know and here even if they've never heard a BTS song everyone knows who BTS is you know a lot of the older generation may not know exactly like what member is what or it they might not know that a song that's playing is BTS, but if you say BTS, they're like, okay, yeah, I know who that is. And in the States, like, even though they are really popular now, there's still a lot of people that have absolutely no idea who BTS are. Um, but yeah. here, they're just, they're everywhere. And uh, a lot of people really respect them and love what they have done for Korea and the recognition that they've brought and, you know, all the tourism that they bring here and all the money they're bringing into the economy. And so even if they don't know exactly what member is what, or, oh yeah, that's a BTS song. They know when you say BTS, they're like, oh yeah, that's that band. And they, you know, they know a little bit of who they are. Um, so yeah, it's been really, really interesting just to like, 
walk around the city and then you just see their faces somewhere and you're like, oh, hey, <laughs> it's BTS. And you you really kind of do get desensitized to it a little bit. Because um, I know in the States, there was one rush, only one, no. Well, there was a ramen place, but then there was a, a restaurant um, that I heard twice in maybe like seven or eight months, they played a BTS song. And I was so surprised both times. And here it's just like you're walking down the street and a restaurant or a store has their door open and they're just like, or they have speakers literally like set up outside and they play music and then it's BTS all the time. (laughs) And um, so you can just be walking down the street and then hear like Idol blaring out of a store. And it's just so normal here. And it's really that's, fun. That's so interesting because I was thinking about this um, recently about like, how would I feel if genuinely, if, you know, BTS were like very mainstream here, you know, mm-hmm. because there is something to be said about like, like liking something that's kind of like not the trendy thing. And that is like your own, like, kind of like secret kind of like, Oh, what this show that we've watched that's a Korean K drama uh, yes. called uh, Her Private Life, which if you guys have not seen it, which you may have not, um, if you don't watch K dramas, it's really good. So BTS is like kind of really just open our eyes to a lot of things and, you know, Korean culture and everything. And they have like a really thriving, you know, entertainment industry. And one of the things mm-hmm. is their, um, K-dramas and stuff, which we watch, at least in the United States, we watch through an app called Vicky, which I'll have in the show notes if you want to kind of check it out. And all of the ones through Vicky are um, subtitled with English subtitles if you wanted to watch it that way. But anyway, we both recommend Her Private Life. It's really well done. It has a really great storyline. But the premise basically is this girl is like this you know, secret, she's this curator at a museum, but she has this double life because in her spare time, she runs a fan site for this like big boy band, um, one member in particular. And she's like so dedicated and she's like the biggest one, but no one knows that she does this. And I identified with that show way too much (laughs) (laughs) because I feel like BTS in some ways is like this secret life that I have where I'm just like this huge, you know, 30 something fan. Um, And I'm not like ashamed or anything. It's not like, I don't keep it like a secret for that. Like I'm ashamed, but kind of like in the show, it's just one of those things that when you hit a certain age or whatever, it's not considered like appropriate to be very passionate about these things. And you don't want to be like necessarily like made fun of, or people don't get it or they don't understand or anything like that. So it's just interesting to me to think about like, how would I feel if BTS really was everywhere? I know that Americans tend to be like kind of like obsessive about things and things like blow up and then they just kind of like discard, you know? And so that's really what I don't want for BTS. Like I really don't want them to like blow up and everyone loves them. And then all of a sudden they see their faces everywhere and they're like, Oh, it's BTS, you know? Yeah. And I think that, does happen a little bit here I'm like I was saying more of like being desensitized though here versus being like annoyed with it but I think in the states it would be the opposite it wouldn't be a good thing um I think people would get desensitized but then they would get kind of annoyed and be like oh it's them again or 
oh, why are they in every commercial or why are they the background music to everything or why are they doing this? And um, all we see is BTS everywhere. And I yeah, I don't think it would be a positive thing in the States. And I think that's why maybe like the U.S. is one of those big giants to conquer. Not only do we have like a pretty big population, um, but obviously places like China and India have way more. So, I mean, there's that. But besides having a, like a really big population, that's a big market that really values entertainment and pop culture and stuff. We're very fickle. So it's like if you can conquer America, it's kind of like a really cool thing because we are very like it's hard to break in and then once you do it's hard to even stay you know what I mean like we'll love something and then we'll discard it like trash you know um (laughs) I just think about like you know one hit wonders are very common here like oh you have a hit but like we don't know your name we don't care anything about you and you can feel famous you know, and it's like, well, I had these many hit, this many hits, but people don't know who you are. Like lately, I've been going during this break. <laughs> I've been going on this rabbit hole thing of, about Little Mix, which is this like, have you heard of them? Yeah. Okay. So like, they're pretty popular, but at the same time, they're kind of not in the United States. They're this like, if you guys don't know who they are, they're this like really huge girl group that comes out of the UK, a pop group. They were on X Factor, this TV show that finds singers and stuff like several years ago. They've had a few songs in the United States, but I bet you most people couldn't say like who the song is by, even if they, like what you were saying about BTS, like some of the people there might be like, oh, I've heard the song, but I couldn't tell you that it's by BTS or not, you know? And I feel like that's kind of how Little Mix is. And I was just kind of like going through a rabbit hole and I realized they have outsold and outperformed like the Spice Girls as one of the the, the top selling girl group in all time in the UK and everything. And that like blew my mind because the Spice Girls were like this global event, this phenomenon, mm-hmm. this craze, this big, huge thing. Everybody was talking about the Spice Girls. Oh my gosh. And so to see that they're doing even better than that is like crazy because they, no one knows or even like I don't want to say no one cares but like very few people in the in a mainstream sense care about them here and that is like so crazy to me but it's true it's like here you can be super famous everywhere else in the world like even like okay Shakira is famous here but that took like a long time and she's like one of the most famous people in the whole world <laughs> mm-hmm. she it's insane. Or like Robbie Williams, I know is really famous in the UK. Like they, he's like Robbie Williams. And here, no one knows who he is. They're like, oh, he had that Angel song, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like, especially with Latin American artists and European artists, um, is even bring it back to BTS a little bit when people found out uh, Zara Larson was going to be um, on the BTS World soundtrack. People were freaking out. Like European fans were like, "Oh my gosh! Like she's amazing." I had never heard of her, and she's huge in Europe, and I had never even heard of her. And there were a lot of people I could tell, like in the states, that didn't know who she was either. And um, when I was watching, was it the Grammys maybe? Um, There were a lot of like Latin artists that are huge in Latin America and in like this niche, you know, this niche group in the United States. But overall, like most people don't really know who they are, but they have like three or four platinum albums and they have like 
20 number one songs and you're like, wait, who is this person? And I feel like there's just, because there is so much opportunity in the States that there are so many artists that come and try to be in the States. And there's so much variety that, you know, there's a lot of genres of music and I feel like you can't listen to every single one of them. And honestly, like there's certain genres of music I don't like, even I love music, but there's certain genres I don't like. So there's going to be bands that I haven't heard of, but for there to be like this global thing like BTS that they've been breaking all these barriers and all these records and doing all this. And for someone to not know who they are, it's still just kind of like, wait, how do you not know who they are? But it's so it's, possible. Yeah, Isn't that crazy? it is. Like we yeah. know. So it's like, oh my gosh. But honestly, up until I found out about BTS, I didn't know that this was happening. Like I didn't know who they were. And like, yeah, they're number one everywhere. And when you hear their stats and I think people finally like see like, oh my gosh, like how are we not aware <laughs> that this group has this much power? And it's the same like what we're saying, like with a group like Little Mix or with BTS or Zara Larson. I had heard the name, but I'd never heard her music. So I was also like very curious about the song because I'm like, I feel like I've heard this name mentioned places, but I don't, you know, I don't know who she is, what she looks like, what she sounds like or anything. And yeah, it's just so so insane to me and it makes you wonder like who is like crazy popular here that the rest of the world doesn't care about no no or care about yeah and we wouldn't know like I know that like I'm gonna bring her up yes I am Taylor Swift like I know that Taylor Swift has a presence in certain countries but I know it's not like the same so that's one of the ones that I don't know but that's a whole different story that I might bring up later on as we talk more about (laughs) BTS in this break um yeah you so you mentioned BT21 or line friend store and um just to explain just in case you guys don't know BT21 is like this line of like Sanrio Hello Kitty-esque characters that um each member of BTS has like a character caricature caricature well I guess archetype whatever um that represents them in this like alternate cartoon sort of universe and they're so cute and um they are sold through um this company called line friends which also does other like cute characters and everything like that and so there are stores all over South Korea of course um but there are also a few stores in the United States And one recently opened in Hollywood, California, and I got the opportunity to go to my very first line friend store. And I'm so jealous because that store was a pop-up store and it opened, I think, last summer for maybe two or three months. And then they decided to make it a permanent store. And so they closed down for renovations. And when we were there in May for the BTS concert, they were still closed down for renovations. And they opened back up like a month later. And it looked so nice it was brand new it looked big some of the line friend stores here are really small um and these and especially the one in hollywood is more dedicated to bt21 uh i know they do have 
some of the other line friends characters right um but it's more yeah. about bb21 and here it's like a good mix because line the, the original line friends characters are really big here and so they it's like half and half so i feel like the stores in the states are more dedicated to bt21 um with a little bit of line friends stuff thrown in so i'm really jealous that you got to go to the hollywood location it was an experience oh my gosh like i was so happy to be there i don't know that my boyfriend was as much um he's a (laughs) he's a bts fan but he like hated hollywood and we had had some issues in a parking garage which was like crazy (laughs) so (laughs) he was like over it by the time we got into the store but um he was he was a great companion taking pictures and video as i asked him to because in the store in hollywood at least they have like you know you know like in front of like the chinese theater the famous chinese theater on hollywood um in hollywood grandma's chinese theater Mm -hmm. where like the old celebrities of the original hollywood used to put their hands in the cement and stuff well bts has done that in the store and they have like places where you can put your hands in their hands um (laughs) and so i was going around to all of them and comparing my hand size so jimin and i had the same exact hand size like the same we are one (laughs) and I was like so happy about that my heart was singing and I was like oh my gosh and I don't know it's just like they're like I don't even think it hit me in the store because like it was just very overwhelming to be in the store and I was so excited but I was just thinking about it the other day and I was just like I touched where they touched my hands were where their hands were and I was just getting so worked up But um, Jimin's hands were um, the same exact size. RM's hands were huge. Yeah, his like, hands were giant. Yeah, take that as you will, ladies and, well, gentlemen, too, if you want. Um, his hands were huge. And I know that people have been, during this break, coming for, for Hot Boy Summer Nam June. <laughs> he has been um, showing his arms. And, and his legs. <laughs> yeah, his arms, his legs. And let me tell you, I touched his hands. <laughs> so um, just in case you guys haven't been saying, you need to get on BTS's Twitter account because he's been really showing himself all around the world with no sleeves and no pants. Well, <laughs> shorts. But... <laughs> no sleeves and no pants. <laughs> what Twitter are you getting on? <laughs> um, and anyway, so if you are parched, go look at those pictures, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, his hands were huge. Suga's hands were pretty big, too. Um And then, like, all of them. But it was, like, such a great experience to just, like, go around and touch those, take all those pictures. They had a lot of huge, like, figurines of the big BT21 characters and a lot of, like, collages and whatever on the wall. So it's just, like, a visual experience. And then all of the merchandise. Oh, my gosh. Like, the first thing I saw when I walked in was, like, this, like, display of tower of, like, shooky pillows and I was just like I'm home <laughs> Mikasa you know which you, I'm a feel and I felt rich in that store until I got to the you know cash register 
Anyway, um, no, but anyway, if you guys have a chance, I'd say definitely go. They also have BT21 available on Amazon. I can't speak for all of the countries, like, but I know for the United States, if you don't have like a store near you, which you probably don't, because there's only probably about like two or maybe three in the United States, um, there's BT21 official merchandise available um, on Amazon. They have a storefront online, a virtual storefront, so you see, so you can get stuff there. Um, but just to give you an idea, the kind of stuff that they had available were just like, there's a lot of like, it was just really random. They had like seat cushions. They had like plushies on sticks. I was like, what are these for? Like, am I supposed to bop someone in the head during a concert or something? Like, get out of my way. Um, they had like canvas bags. They had pajamas. If you're a really tiny person, they had slippers. If you're a really tiny person, they had all the plushies you could ever want. Um, and so I actually ended up getting a nice about amount of merchandise and I just got a lot of random stuff. Um, I'm, I don't know if you guys even care, but I'm going to keep talking. Um, I got mostly, obviously, Shooky because he's my bias. Um, but I also got a lot of gym and stuff because um, I just was feeling a lot of gym and stuff. And, you know, our hands are the same size. And <laughs> and I got a lot it's of... I'm saying is V out and Jimin is in now that you have well, the that, same hand size? Well, that's what I was going to say. Is v was the other person I got a, a lot of merchandise for. I got a lot of stuff for Tata, so... You know, I guess I got those three, even though I love all the other guys, too. But I kind of like I like their look and their vibe for their merchandise too, like the colors and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now I even have like little notes for like that I'm keeping on a Mang, Mong, uh, little clipboard. So look, I'm showing some love for my, yes. other, my other booze. Um, yeah, BC21 has a lot of uh, stationary stuff, which I really, I really like. I know they have pens and notepads and notebooks and folders. And um, so if you're, or you know, really organized or you have like a little desk area, um, they have a lot of stationary stuff. It's pretty much like stationary and plushies. Yeah, like every now and then they have really cute clothes, but you can't, especially here, you can't find everything all at one store. Like one store here will have more of like the stationery, and then one store will have more of the clothing items and then one store will have more plushies. So you have to kind of go to multiple line friend stores here to even be able to find what you want. Um, but every now and then they have like, oh, they have lots of phone cases here. Mm -hmm. Um, they're coming out with like some new designs and that's the cool thing too. They like, they come out with new designs all the time, but then they literally like discontinue the old ones. So if you don't get it when it comes out, you're probably not going to get it. Um, I feel like in the States, like when like a design comes out, it stays around for quite a while, but with line friends, like you'll be like, oh, this is a really cute phone case. And then, oh, but I can't afford it right now. And then like a week later, you go to buy it. And it's like, oh, it's sold out. And there's a new new design coming out. And then you can't find that design anywhere. So I would definitely say with BT21, if you find something you really like, you should probably get it because you might not be able to find it again for at least for a reasonable price. Yeah, people, the resale on this stuff is yes. crazy. Zay. Um, what I also like about BT21 
what you were saying is like they have a lot of practical items. So it's a mm. fun way to infuse BTS into your life. And if you're living a her private life, like we were saying, a <laughs> secret life, people just think, oh, that's like a cute little character. So it's not like you have like a bunch of faces of like seven faces plastered on everything of these, you know, men. Um, you have like, oh, just a cute character. So other people are like, oh, that's just cute versus, you know, Oh, she in real deep, you know. Remember, is- we we <laughs> talked about this in one of our like first episodes when we started talking about BT21 and Harry Potter and how it was always really hard for us. There's so much Harry Potter merchandise now, but when we were younger, it literally was just their faces on shirts. And it wasn't yeah. all these like cute designs and like the Hogwarts houses and cute little like Hufflepuff shirts and people uh that's what is Hufflepuff like nobody really like gives it a second thought but if you have like Daniel Radcliffe's face (laughs) on your shirt people are gonna look at you funny and it's the same like with BTS I feel like if I have a shirt with seven Korean boys faces on it walking around I might feel a little more self-conscious than if I have a bunny rabbit a little heart face a dancing horse and alpaca a dog and (laughs) (laughs) like these cute little like cartoon characters people like oh that's just a cute little shirt versus yeah like j-hope's face plastered all over it well i mean i do have pants with his face all over it but (laughs) and i (laughs) and i love those pants um but yeah so it's it's fun to have to have those and um, you know, closet BTS fans can have like a cute little character at their desk and nobody's really going to second guess that and just think, oh, that's a cute little mouse pad you got there. Yeah, which I did get one of those. And <laughs> it's like, I did. And I got a bath mat too. So that's a little less. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the bath mat. Actually, so this is funny. I had it in um, my bathroom, but like every time I went in, I got like a little scared because I forgot that there's this big like shooky face on like the floor. So I like go in and be like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) so I actually had to move it out. I like was like, let me just put this somewhere else because this is kind of creeping me out. (laughs) But but, um, yeah, I just love that they have a lot of practical things. And that's another thing. I had to make a choice when I was in the store, which if you ever get a chance to go or you have gone, you probably have had this choice too. I was like, I'm just going to get a few things. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do what makes me happy. Because like in my house, I was like thinking like, okay, I want to kind of keep it cohesive. I can't really be getting plushies and stuff because that doesn't like really work, you know, and that doesn't really make sense. But then when I was there with that tower of shookies, I was like, I've got to get one. And I'm like, you know what? My home is about making me happy, not everybody else. So I'm going to get a plushie, even though I'm 32 years old at the time. Um, I'm 33 now, but (laughs) this wasn't that long ago. But um, I'm like, I'm going to do it. And I think it was actually kind of a fun thing to like kind of like come to the conclusion. Because I think you look on like Pinterest and you look on HGTV, which is a TV network with, you know, houses and stuff, if you guys don't have that. Um, And you think like this is what I want my home to look like. You see like all these like gray or white walls, marble, you know, these floors, you know, everything's cohesive and put together. And in an ideal world, I would love my house to like look that way, but that's not like really real, at least not for me. And I think being in that store was like, 
these things bring me so much joy. They have brought me so much happiness in my life, especially at a time when I was going through so much hard stuff. They've really provided so much joy. So if I can have something that like just makes me smile just by looking at it and reminds me of that, then I don't care if it matches. I don't care if it looks like I'm, you know, 12 years old or whatever. I want it. And so I want it. <laughs> and so. Well, my my apartment looks like a child's bedroom. So. <laughs> I wouldn't say child's. From what I've seen, it looks like, you know, high school. <laughs> a high school. A high school. It looks like my bedroom when I was in junior high with NSYNC and 98 Degrees and Backstreet Boys and Andrew Keegan and Devin Sawa. <laughs> What Andrew Keegan? Okay, sorry. <laughs> yes, Andrew Keegan, Devin <laughs> Yes, me too. With their faces cut out and taped on my wall. That's basically what my apartment looks like. Mainly J Hope uh, and Yoongi. Um, but wait, I, I think you. I think you need to like clarify that you don't mean just their faces out of pictures. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's probably worse what I what I have. <laughs> just like disembodied phases like oh, I hope. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I did in I used to cut the cut their <laughs> faces out of the magazines. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. No, it's it's probably worse what I have because I spent money. <laughs> well, I've seen it and I actually think it looks it looks good and looks cute. You know how like okay, to explain for the listeners, like you know how people have like those like photo walls with like polaroids and stuff of their friends? <laughs> <laughs> well, Molly has that. It's just a BTS. <laughs> yes. With cute little string lights. I mean, it's actually really cute, but um, it's definitely a her private life situation where, yeah, my apartment is like my safe space and no one comes here uh, except for me (laughs) and my close friends that know my love for BTS. So if I met someone and made a new friend or something and invited them over for dinner, yeah, I would have a lot of explaining to do. So (laughs) it's just a home decor choice. That's why you got to be like me and just do BT 21 only. And then they just think (laughs) that like, Oh, she just really likes cute things. Um, (laughs) Oh my gosh. So BTS, <laughs> since this is a BTS podcast, I mean, I guess we've been talking about them, but um, they've been on a break, as have we. And how have you been handling this break, Molly? Well, not great, <laughs> just because I've been in transition as well. And they've actually put out more content than when they were not on a break. And so I'm really behind on a lot of things. Um, There's a lot of things that have come out for purchase recently that I haven't bought um, because I was in transition with a job and, you know, not getting paid yet and then moving to a new country. And so there's a lot of things I haven't been able to delve into um, or to buy or to really pay attention to. Um, and really the only things I do is get on Weverse or Twitter whenever they post. 
And that's about it. Like I've kind of also been taking a break just because I have been so busy with work. Um, and then, uh, obviously BTS world has been like my other little like tether and then talking to you guys and talking to my friends and everything, um, about BTS. And I really have kind of been hearing everything secondhand, um, because I haven't been getting on Twitter or any other social media or SNS. Um, I have really been focusing on work and, uh, transition, transitioning, Um, so I really have been kind of on a BTS break as well. Um, and they've all been doing so much. Um, so I've been keeping up with like their specific posts and pictures. Um, but there's so much content that has been coming out, um, paid content that I haven't been able to get into. Um, so I've really just kind of been doing my own thing. Um, which is what you were doing for a really long time. And I see why you were doing it because it can be so overwhelming. Um, especially when you're like, Oh, all these people have this and this and this, they bought all these things and they're talking about it and posting about it and doing all this. And it really makes you want it. And if you stay away from it a little bit, you really don't know what you're missing. And so you don't envy it. You don't say, Oh, I really have to get that. And Oh, I really need this. And you don't, feel bad about not having it. Um, you know, there's a, I, I would like the memories DVD. I do want the summer package. I, um, would like to watch the documentary, but it's, you know, it's not in the cards for me right now. And I need to be okay with that. And I think we've talked about this before. Um, like don't feel pressured to have to buy every single thing that comes out because there's so much. And, you know, I really would like to be involved in the comeback this fall. Well, hopefully whenever they come back, hopefully it'll be this fall, if not like the beginning of the year. Um, but now that I'm in Korea, I have the chance to go to more things. And I would rather do that than buy a DVD. Um, I would rather like go and have the experience and be able to maybe go to some of their concerts or um, some of their comeback shows or the end of the year award shows this year. And so I've been trying to tell myself that um, it'll be a better experience to be able to go and do those things. Um, and that in the future, I can always buy these things. They'll, they'll bring them back. They'll come back hopefully um, if they get sold out and I can buy these things in the future if I want to. Um, so I've just really been kind of low key with BTS. Um, even though I live in Korea, um, I've been able to, you know, be exposed to them without having to like feel bad about not purchasing anything or like feeling like I'm left out or being left behind on stuff. You know, as you were speaking, I was kind of thinking about this thing called like the, you know, the five love languages. Yes. You know, um, just to give a brief summary, but you guys can look that up on your own Google. Um, five long love languages is basically this thing that says, like, everybody receives and gives love in a different way. And sometimes people can have a different love language. And if you don't speak the same thing, you can be on, like, different pages and feel unloved when really it's, like, some people feel loved when they get gifts. Others feel loved when you do acts of service for them, like maybe washing the dishes or something like that. Other people need to 
feel physically touched in order to feel loved, things like that, quality time. When I think about BTS, I think you kind of have to find your own sort of like love language. I think back in the day, being a dedicated fan and trying to be like the number one fan meant being like watching everything that like, for instance, that NSYNC (laughs) did or, you know, being aware of every fact that came out, every performance, everything. But there was also just like one like sort of mainstream thing. Like the internet was around, but it wasn't the same. And the type of content they put out was to the point where you could keep up with it. And with BTS, you just really can't do everything. You can't do it all. So then I think you have to figure out what does being a BTS fan mean to me what is being a dedicated fan mean to me and you have to find your own way to love them and I actually think it's a good thing because their whole thing is about loving yourself and so you have to find out like not based on anyone else's criteria but your own self of what is it that I'm gonna do and some of it means missing out on it it, for not even some of it it means for everyone someone's going to miss out on something because they just do way too much. But um, I was also watching the show. I really like the show called younger and it's about, here's some more background. Um, It's about um, a publishing company for books and everything. And they have like fake books pitched on it. Well, one was about like millennials and it was called like the antidote to FOMO, you know, fear of missing out, which was called Jomo, the joy of missing out. And it was called like how to, find joy in disconnecting and when you're speaking I was actually really thinking about that even though it's not a real book um about how like there is some joy in that like when you kind of just like quiet everything down and kind of just follow your own path or what you want or choose or carve out what it is that you want to get out for BTS then it's it makes it a lot more enjoyable and so if you're feeling that way out there listening to this you need to figure that out too so that you can just be there to enjoy and one of the things that I've decided is like there are certain things that I will get as like a fan or not a collector but I make sure that I only get the stuff I genuinely want and sometimes it's more stuff than I should be getting <laughs> um But, like, for me, I like the Blu-rays or DVDs, and I like BT21 stuff. And then I kind of let some of the other stuff go. So that's another way of, like, kind of, like, figuring it out. Maybe you, like, collect, like, their albums, or you collect photo cards, or you only get this or that, or only something small that you can maybe manage. And then you can say, that's my thing. So that'll be the one thing that I'm focused on getting as much of that as possible and everything else is like bonus or I can just let it go you know that's where I am now because initially I kind of dove (laughs) headfirst into everything and I was involved in everything but I I don't know I had the headspace and the time and the want to do all of that and once all this Korea stuff started and now that I'm here, I really don't have the brain power to focus and to like be into everything. Um, and then we've also talked a little in the past, like how there's negativity that can come with uh, some of the things on social media. And, um, you know, with with this break comes them going out and doing things and being out in the public and, you know, Big Hit asked us to respect their privacy and to respect them. And then, you know, you hear these little snippets of that not happening. And then 
you get all this negative stuff. And thankfully, like I just heard little bits and pieces of certain things and that I haven't been like deeply involved because that can really, really affect me. And I'm not in a place right now where I need to be affected by outside negativity um, because I'm trying to start a new job and focus on teaching and I have students to teach and curriculum to learn. You know, I, I don't want to get caught up in this negative energy that is really pointless because there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, if, if it was something that, you know, I could actually take action and do something about, then it would be different. But it's just people being disrespectful. It's people being people. And there's nothing I can do about that. And I, you know, can't work myself up over that and get all upset over things that I have no control over. And so, you know, staying off social media right now is one of the things that I'm doing. Like I'm I like you're doing focusing on maybe BT21 stuff and then like setting up my apartment <laughs> with all the BTS stuff I already own, because um, I do have quite a bit of BTS stuff. Um, and then, you know, going going from that and then going into Seoul and maybe finding something uh, BTS related or going to BTS cafe and experiencing it in a little different way than I have been. Um, and, you know, being content with that because I'm still, seeing them and loving them in my own way and watching maybe old run episodes or bon voyage or things like that. And still like getting my BTS fixed, um, but doing it in my own way that is healthy for me. Uh, I think that's important is that we all have things we love and are passionate about, but we need to do it in a healthy way and, you know, everything in moderation including BTS. <laughs> Uh, is this Molly I'm talking to? <laughs> <laughs> this is Korea, Molly. <laughs> oh my gosh, we never saw this coming. Ah! Um, but I guess since you're breathing the same air as them, then it's like, okay, yeah, I've got enough yeah, BTS <laughs> in my lungs. Um, so there is that. No, you know, like I have... I think I told you this too, cause you're like, I can't keep up. And I was just like, you know what? They're taking a break. So you take a break too. And mm -hmm. I'm still on that mentality. And it doesn't mean like, I don't do anything BTS. Like, Oh, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to look like that's not that. But for me, I'm really taking it real chill because like I was getting, even like you said before this, um, I was getting kind of overwhelmed with everything. And so, and like I said, I had a hard time coming down after all the concerts that we went to and I was having very much post-concert depression and it was hard for me to kind of deal with that, that it was over and everything, which, you know how I said the other day, it hit me like I touched their hands. It also hit me the other day. I was like, I saw them in concert. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I mean, I did not see Dionysus, but I did see the rest of the concert <laughs> and I can't believe it. And like Molly, J-Hope looked at us. And V looked. I know. I, I know. I looked in V's eyes. Like I can take that with me to the grave. To the grave. <laughs> knowing that at at least for a moment, BTS knew I existed. It was me and them, like just us, in that like very brief moment. And I know he did this like 
both of them, when we looked and locked eyes, like did this like nod of like, yeah, like you, you know? And I'm just like, I can't believe it. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that happened. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so it's been hitting me like way after the fact, obviously the concerts. Oh my gosh. Those were like three, four months ago. Huh? Wow. That's insane. Four months ago. Yeah. Four. That is insane. Yeah. But anyway, um, I mean, I had a point, but I totally <laughs> derailed myself. <laughs> but yeah, no, this break has been, for me, I just want to like miss them, which I'm starting to do. And that way, when they do come back in full force and full throttle, I'm like ready. Ready. You know what I mean? And I can fully like dive in and get back into like the craziness. So for me, I'm still kind of backing off a little um, and just doing little BTS things here and there. Um, and they're part of my everyday life at this point. At this point, you know, they're part of our daily life, but just not the way that they were. And Part of that for me has been avoiding social media as well, um, which can just get really dramatic at times, you know. It can be really great, but it can be really dramatic, too. Um, Speaking of dramatic, I just want (laughs) to, speaking of dramatic, I don't want to go too far into this, um, but I did want to mention over this break, um, the VMAs did happen, and there was a whole big thing. I'll link, like, a couple of articles so you guys can see what more of the controversy behind it all was, because that's a whole, probably, episode in itself, and we don't really want to get into it. But um, they didn't attend, but they did win two awards. They won Best K-Pop Group, which some controversy, but they still won it, and they won um, Best Group. So that's exciting. And even if there's like problematic things about the VMAs, it still is something that people can, you know, it's an accolade and people can wrap their heads around that. And at least for people of our generation in the United States, a VMA used to be like a very big thing. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you've kind of made it in pop culture. So when talking about BTS to other people to be like, are they really doing anything? Are they really mattering or whatever you can you can point to that it's like well they won vmas they won this they won this they won you know and it's not just top social group they're winning actual awards now which is helping them to really kind of integrate into american society as they or you know pop culture society as they should be welcomed because they are selling enough records to do it you know Mm -hmm. and uh People's Choice Awards are coming up as well, and they are nominated for a few things. And that's also, I think that is more popular than the VMAs now. Um, I would say maybe like, what, like five, ten years ago, the VMAs were like the thing. Um, And now it's like the People's Choice Awards um, because it's voted on by the fans and the fans choose everything. And so a lot of people, a lot of celebrities actually, uh, really like to get people's choice awards because they, you know, they wouldn't be where they are without people supporting them and without their fans. And so, um, I think that's become kind of a big thing to the celebrities now, um, versus these other award shows that are voted on by panels of people um, when you win an award voted on by your fans, I feel like that probably has more meaning. Um, And BTS is nominated for a handful of those awards as well. And voting is going on. So uh, you can go to uh, the, we'll link it in our show notes. Mm -hmm. You can go to the website and you can also vote on uh, Twitter as well. 
Yeah, and like the cool thing about this is like I guess the fans also vote for you being nominated too, mm-hmm. and so they actually aren't nominated for top social, which yep. you know BTS has won. Like it's kind of been like the consolation award like every time. Like if social media dictates it, then yeah, Army is there and they're gonna win that award, which they do love and they do support, but you know, it's cool for them to get recognition in other categories as well. And so for the PCAs, they're nominated for best group, um, best music video and best concert tour, which that one's special for me. So I especially want them to win that one because I want people to know like they came to the United States and the world as a force and like they were selling out stadiums and I just really want them to win that one in particular. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just a special place in my heart especially having gone to all of the shows and that was the best well they were the best (laughs) multiple but um best show I've ever seen and I've been going to concerts since I was six (laughs) my first one was MC Hammer um (laughs) anyway (laughs) which he put on a great show I mean he went bankrupt after that but he put a lot of money into those shows (laughs) um and he was too legit to quit some of you probably don't know who he is anyway. (laughs) Um, but I've been to a lot of like fantastic shows. I've seen amazing, incredible performers, but honestly, BTS topped them all to be honest. And I was blown away, like everything, the production value, the fireworks. And then you guys, how they sing live is insane. Like they sound just as good, sometimes better than their albums and they're dancing and moving and you're like this is live but you know it's live because like you know they're talking too or they're saying it singing it differently or whatever they put so much work into everything they do and it comes across in their product and this is why they are just head and shoulders above everybody else because they just are their quality I love them so much and um Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I'm really excited about them being nominated for this, and um, I hope they win concert tour. Something else that we haven't spoken about, which we'll just mention briefly because you, Molly, haven't seen it yet, but because you were moving your life. Um, but <laughs> Bring the Soul did come out, <laughs> their movie, um, which was kind of like a follow-up to Burn the Stage, which came out last fall around the time we started the podcast or almost a year ago. And um, Molly didn't get to see it, so I won't do any, like, spoilers, but I don't even really know what I could spoil. If you've seen um, Burn, the, Burn the Stage, then you pretty much get the, gi- the drift, the gist of this. It's basically them behind the scenes of their concert tour for the first leg, I guess you could say, of the uh, Love Yourself tour. And it's really good. And I there were some really funny moments and I got to go with my boyfriend and a close friend and we just kind of like geeked out about it. And maybe some of you listening were actually at the one that we saw and you got like some of our little cards, our photo cards. And so if so, hey, (laughs) and nice to meet you through the podcast. But it was really great experience. I love any event that you can get kind of army together and have like that kind of camaraderie. And um, that's a more positive way of doing it rather than sometimes the overwhelmingness of social media. So I really hope they put out more of these like big events. And it sounds like that's kind of the, the direction they want to go into. And I'm really hoping that they do one for like the Speak Yourself tour. And I hope we see ourselves in it. <laughs> I would die. 
we might for where we were for like New York day one and maybe a couple of the seats that you had too. Yeah. Well, in our Chicago day one or day two, whenever we went to soundcheck. Yeah. We we had had pretty. Yeah. So I'm going to be looking so hard. (laughs) Did you send me something? I think you did. You're like, they finally posted like the Instagram live or whatever from soundtrack and you. Oh, well, yeah, it it was that. So uh, Hobie was kind of the one to record soundcheck at all the shows. He would record them like coming out and he would record the audience. And for all the U.S shows they were really blurry and I noticed for like all the European shows like they were really clear and like you could see like people's faces um but I could never stop it at the right time on the Chicago one and then one day I was like you know what I'm gonna just watch these again and so I watched the one from ours and I stopped it at the right spot and I could see us we're very blurry, but I know it's us because we were like our own little island <laughs> by ourselves <laughs> and no one else was around us. And I could see my pants. I could see like the orange in my pants and I circled. Yeah. And I like I circled us and I sent you a screenshot of it. And I mean, we know it was us, but no one else. You like you could not <laughs> see anyone's faces, but we knew it was us. So I thought that was really funny. <laughs> We know, and V and J-Hope know in those yes. that they love us. Okay, and <laughs> yeah, well, like, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Like, they've been putting out stuff. Um, It's been really active with Weverse. I know the last episode we had, I think we talked about Weverse, and so if you don't know what that is, you can check out our last episode um, where we kind of explain it a little bit more. I'll link it in the show notes. But they've been, like, posting a lot on Weverse. But here's my thing. I've been – I kind of sometimes ignore it because, like, their translation tool doesn't work the greatest on, like, the posts they make. And no. I'm, and I'm just, like, it's so annoying. And it's, like, I want to see what they're saying. I like these, like, little moments with them because they actually do get on there pretty often enough, you know, every once in a while. And, you know, every day there's at least, like, probably a post at least, but maybe more than one or a comment that they give. But, like, it's so annoying to try to translate it. And so I just don't even go anymore most of the time. Especially when they're, like, on commenting sprees, um, I will only look at maybe one or two of them because of that reason um I know Hobie a couple nights ago went on a commenting spree he was like for like two hours he was commenting on things (laughs) there was one um one thread that he literally commented like eight or nine times and I think he was in like an argument with the person oh no and I couldn't like understand and like something ended up be, he asked somebody to delete a comment, but I don't know what the what the comment was. And some of the other translations, like I didn't understand. So I'm like, what in the world is going on? All I see is like eight comments from Hobie, and one of them he's asking this person to delete the comment. And I'm like, I don't even think the original translation of what the person said was working right. Um, that's another thing. Sometimes now it'll translate their comment, but everyone's trying to translate the original post 
because nine times out of 10, they're commenting on a post that's in Korean and that post won't load. So then you're yeah. like, you can translate their comment, but you don't know what the original post said. Exactly. And you're like, wait, like, why are they saying this? What was the <laughs> original post? And so I just kind of like, I gave up on that too. And um, sometimes the the translations are really funny. And I'm like, I really hope this is like, I wish this was what they were really saying because it's sometimes it's really inappropriate <laughs> what it like the translation. And then I put it in like my translation app or something and it's completely different. Um, but then I'll screenshot on Weverse just to have it to be like, yeah, this is what v- Weverse said you were saying, um, even though that's really not what they were saying. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, yeah, they've all been a little more active um, on Weverse. Just, you know, they have the time right now. And um, and like we were saying, Namjoon has been really active on Twitter and posting pictures and of his travels and everything. So it's it's just been really nice to see that they actually are enjoying their vacation and that they're traveling all over the world and getting yeah. to go do and see things. And um, that this has really been like a true break for them. Yeah. And uh, V has been with like some of his other friends. Like he has a lot of uh, actor friends that, um, you know, he's been in a k-drama and he has a lot of friends that are actors and um and other idols as well and like we've seen some pictures of him you know at the lake with his friends and um you know we know that they've all been in other countries and enjoying their break and so it's really nice to see them actually taking a break yeah like no when they said that which we when it first happened with our friend group that talks about bts we were just kind of like laughing because like the mainstream media didn't know how to take this because every time like again in american pop or even in like british pop someone like takes a break a hiatus like it means that the group is breaking up so the world thought that bts was like breaking up and it was like chaos and like the mainstream but like all of us were like no they're taking a break like they really are like they work so hard and i think all of us like it was like a collective sigh of relief to be honest <laughs> like from the fans from them were like thank you they need a break because they're doing so much and they're doing so much that it's hard to just even watch we're in like our armchairs and it's like i'm exhausted mm-hmm. so it was like so the right time for it so i'm so glad that they're having that that they're getting to experience a little bit of normal life which is what like the original statement said like hey if you see them in their regular everyday life hey can you just like leave them alone and i was like i'm really glad that they actually put that out there and i know that fans will like most fans anyway true fans will respect that you know um because you know they don't they don't get that and part of bring the soul okay here's a little spoiler sorry um (laughs) but there was a part where you know they were kind of like on their own during a part when they weren't touring and Jin was like in the van and he's like you know I miss not being in Korea at home he's like I can't do anything he's like if I go out I gotta like trouble everybody else I gotta be a nuisance like I have to get security to go with me and I can't go alone and then it's this whole big deal and I don't really like bothering other people but I you know don't want to just sit in a hotel room and whatever and I was just like really sad about it so I was really happy that they were going on this break because I just want them to feel 
normal, at least for a little bit, and catch their breath, mm-hmm. have fun with friends, just relax and do those things. And, you know, when life is going so fast, sometimes that's just all you want is just like a moment to do it. And hopefully they'll be kind of like what I said, which is like, by the time they come back, be like itching for it. Like, oh, come on, can we get back to this? Like, kind of like, oh, you know, like, okay, I'm ready. Like, this has been too long. Like, let's do it. That's how you want yeah. to Yeah. You know? Yeah, like they're going to come back even better, which we always say is not possible, but they're going to be rested and they're going to have all these experiences. And that's a big thing with musicians is, you know, if if they don't, if they're not able to experience life, they're eventually going to run out of things to write about. Like you can only have so much of an imagination all great writers have been through things. They have these experiences. And if they're not able to have these experiences, they're not going to be able to keep like putting out this quality music and content because they're, they're going to run out of it. They're they're All their experiences are going to be concert tours and, you know, living together with seven other guys and, and, you know, eating together and living together and being together with these same people. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's great. And they all love each other and they're like family, but if they're really not able to experience life, how are they going to truly be able to write about life? And so they, they need to have this time to recharge for themselves, to get new ideas, to, um, you know, to experience things like you said that all normal 20 something year olds should experience, even if it's like getting into trouble, not like big trouble, but like, you know, going and doing something silly or getting doing something you've never done before. And, you know, just living your life and not having to worry about what someone else is going to say or think or perceive about them. And, um, you know, just they're human and we need to let them be human and be independent. Like they are around (laughs) like, you know, six other guys all the time, which for me, I'm realizing like just how independent loner, (laughs) whatever you want to call I am. And I kind of think that would be a nightmare for someone like me to be like (laughs) around that many people all all the time. And I know people get on like sugar about it and they're like, oh, he's antisocial and he's sleepy and he's this. But I mean, I think he's doing really great for someone who's introverted to be so public and to have so many demands on his time and, you know, all these other things. And like, I, I don't think it feels like, oh, it's torture. But if you get comfortable enough with people, then it doesn't feel like you're around people all the time. But still, it's just that's a lot to be around people. Mm-hmm. So maybe you'll have different thoughts or different things. And you're totally right about that. Like, if you want to create any type of art, whether it's painting, writing, music or whatever, you have to live life. Like the best advice is not to hunker down in a room and like never go out again. It's to mm-hmm. live and to experience. And part of why BTS is so powerful is because they write about things that we all can relate to. Whenever they do like interviews of like ARMY and like, okay, why do you like BTS or whatever? Most of the time people are like, you know, their songs really speak to me. They have given me confidence. They have helped me to love myself. And you can't really deliver that message without them like being authentic and going through it themselves. They're not saying like, oh, love yourself, cheesy smile. They're like, 
we're learning to love ourselves. We're going on this journey too. And, you know, they have to do things that are relatable in order to be relatable and being a global super group <laughs> dancing and singing and doing nothing else is not, you know, and they need to have relationships too. I mean, they're living life and relationships out of the group, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I think this is just like important for them. And even just to see their families, like that would be nice too. Cause they don't really get to see them. They get cards and, you know, messages and maybe phone calls, but all of us know that that's not the same as when you're like in person with people. And, um, yeah, but like, again, like I said, I kind of hope it's kind of like every year before school and maybe I'm just a nerd, but (laughs) before school, when summer was like ending, I get like, kind of like, okay, I'm ready for summer to be over. I'm ready for school to start. But anytime I get out of school for the summer, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm ready for summer to start. Like I want summer, you know? So I don't know if I said that right. But anyway, (laughs) basically, I got to the point where I was like so bored by the end of summer that I wanted school to start. And I kind of want them to feel that way. I want them to miss it. I really do. Um, We miss them, but I'm also still cool with them still having a break because like it was a lot. And I still get my dose of BTS, you know, on the daily anyway. Um, One other thing I did want to discuss is this and this is how much our roles have changed Molly. I can't let this podcast in without talking about Jungkook's, Jungkook's hair. hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So you guys haven't seen ever since the muster Jungkook has been rocking this sort of longer wavy hair. And I have to say that wavy Jungkook is my favorite Jungkook. Yeah, I've been having trouble. <laughs> oh, you've been getting wrecked by them waves? <laughs> I have. Well, the worst thing, so, okay, well, I'm not going to bash them, but TXT or text or what tomorrow by together, whatever they are, <laughs> I I like a few of their songs, but I do not like their dog song that they bark and talk about cats and I can't do it. (laughs) Cannot do this song. And recently a, uh, Bengton bomb came out. Yeah. (laughs) Lovely Hobie and Tay were dancing along and singing and it was a big turnoff because I hate that song. So Wavy Jungkook mixed with Hobie loving that cat dog song has not been a good combination. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, if I, if I run into wavy hair Jungkook, it's, it's over for me. I have always weirdly had a thing for longer hair and yeah, he, it just makes him look older. And I think the big thing for me for a long time was that I'm so much older than him. And with his little like straight, short coconut bowl cut, he looks like a kid. But when he came out on that stage and muster and he's singing Dimple and he's in this like, you know, he's at his mic stand and looking like this indie rocker lead singer of this band. And he just 
I don't know. He looks like five years older, not in the face, but just like his demeanor. And he, you know, he exercises and he's healthy and he just, he's the youngest, but he doesn't look like the youngest anymore. And so, yeah. So just him looking a little bit older and uh, with his long wavy hair has been real hard for me. Yeah. It's like Jungkook's a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know when it happened, but yeah. He he got some body to that hair. He put a little product or not even, <laughs> and it just all just he grew up. It's like you know Popeye eating his spinach or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like gel in the hair. Woo! <laughs> it's like overnight he just yeah, like he just developed like a bowl of overnight oats. <laughs> <laughs> like is that John Cook? <laughs> He, uh, yeah, no, he, he, that's a look. And I'm like, this is the new direction we need to go in. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, yeah, it's a, it's amazing. It's kind of like how everybody loses their mind over when J-Hope does show his forehead, which he doesn't do very often, but it's amazing how like hair can just like change mm-hmm. like so much. And I, I can't believe I'm having this conversation because before I was like, whatever, hair. You remember that <laughs> podcast episode? Oh, I remember. <laughs> but I, yeah, I've been loving Jungkook's hair and um, I am a big fan. So I feel like his hair is a biased record, just like J-Hope's forehead is a biased record. Yes. <laughs> Namjoon's arms and pantsless legs are... <laughs> <laughs> A bias record. And um, yeah, they've been wrecking everybody's summers with these these looks and stuff. But no, he's yeah, getting fall, older. Fall needs to get here, so Namjoon covers up. <laughs> I know. Like, you, I'll do you, you know. Um, put some pants on. Yeah. Put some, hashtag put some pants on. Save us. <laughs> save us. And that sounds like a mean hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't take it that way. He'd be like, um, this is really mean. Like, I liked my legs. It's like, no, that's why we need you to cover them jambones up, which is a really awful way of saying that in French. It's like jambone. <laughs> jambones. <laughs> oh, num June. But yeah, that's what's been going on. They're getting older. This is the perfect ending. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag put some pants on hashtag yeah. put some pants on we'll see you later <laughs> see you in the fall <laughs> for cozy weather um so yeah i think that's yeah but you're right i think that's a good place to end <laughs> um we we've missed you guys um but as you know you know, Molly moved to a whole new country, but now she's got her little alien residence card, resident card. So she's official. Yeah. She's there. <laughs> we hope that she, well, like, I hope you meet BTS, but I also hope that you don't. You don't. I still <laughs> like I'm there or something, you know, um, unless you become like best friends with them. And then I can like you know, come in and be best friends too. Um, but anyway, maybe you'll run into them. I, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. Even if you were just <laughs> friends to them, I would, <laughs> I would not be okay. Um, <laughs> if you want to follow oh. Molly's adventures, you should follow her on Instagram. 
Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, so um, I will, when I make a post on Instagram about this episode, I will also put my uh, handle on there, but it is at Molly Murr. So M O L L Y M O L L Y M U R R R R. Four R's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> Molly Murr. So don't ask. Um, yeah, but that's my personal. I haven't posted as much as I was wanting and hoping. Um, just been really busy with work, but training is coming to an end. So I should have a little more time to uh, explore things. And I have a holiday coming up next week. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm in the process of making friends and have some things planned and in the works in the next couple months of like hangouts and uh, getting to go and do and see a little more. So I hopefully in the next couple months will be posting a little bit more than I have, but you can follow along my, on my Korean adventure journey life. Yeah. So with that said, why say no when you can say B? B. T. Yes. yes. <laughs> We're rusty. <laughs> We're real rusty. <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.